one thing in your riding that when somebody told you at the very beginning, when you were just starting out, you looked at them and thought, you're mad, couldn't be. And then later you realized, oh, they were right. Well, for me, it was the concept of riding a straight line and how difficult it is. And today I'm going to explain why. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have a better conversation with your horse. And we are deep, five episodes deep actually, into a little series that I have here on the podcast all about the training scale. And I think that it's really important to understand the concept of the training scale because it applies to all horses and all riders. I don't think it is just for the horse. I do believe that in order to really and truly move forward together, horse and rider need to apply the techniques and the training of the training scale in order to get anywhere, okay? And I think that one of the places this really shows up is straightness, because, you know, you probably know of a crooked rider or three in your life and you kind of see the effect it has on the horse you see how the horse's way of going is affected by that and that is one of the things that we can and we will dive into a little bit on straightness but before we even get there i want to point out that while straightness can be riding a straight line like i mentioned at the beginning okay that's part of it hey and that is a toughie let's be honest hands up riding a straight line is not easy okay so um it can be tough okay until you get to the point where it's not tough but you know it can be but straightness is far more than that i think that when we talk all things straightness one of the best ways to begin to understand it as it applies to you and your horse is to think about a train and you know how a train is always running on the train tracks well at least it should be and we want it to be um it's running on the train tracks and what's interesting about it is that the tracks are always parallel so it doesn't matter what type of a bend the train is traveling through or around or where it's going if it's going up a hill or down a hill it makes no difference okay the train tracks are parallel and if you could begin just to think about your horse as also having train tracks being that his two left feet are one track and his two right feet are the other track, okay? Um, you can then begin to start seeing how the concept, and that's just one concept of straightness, begins to apply to you and your horse. Now, I want to take it a step further in that while the train is going in a straight line, it, it looks pretty simple, doesn't it? Back to that whole concept of the straight line being simple, hey? But it does, like in fairness, if we were to look at a train traveling in a straight line, the train tracks are straight, you know, it all looks good there. And it's when the train goes around the bend that things get, well, a little bit more complicated because in order for the train to successfully get around the bend, the front carriage and the back carriage have to remain on the track. Now, obviously, all the other carriages in between as well. But how that happens is that wherever the front carriage goes... And it doesn't matter if there's 100 carriages between the front carriage and the back carriage. The back carriage is going to travel in the exact same place and all the other carriages in between. Exactly the same. They are just going to follow on the track. And if any one of the carriages derails, there is going to be a problem. Okay, it is going to cause the energy that's been created by the train to keep it going on the track. It's going to go elsewhere, (laughs) Where it's not meant to go okay and it, it the derailing will obviously cause the whole thing to come to a halt eventually okay the energy won't be able to to maintain so I want you to take this back now to your horse and what I said about the left feet and the right feet and the train tracks and 
Thinking about the concept of derailing, for many horses, the derailing happens either through a corner, so you might the horse might fall out through the outside shoulder, or a transition. Have you seen that? Uh, canter, anybody falling in <laughs> through the inside shoulder in the canter, okay? That's a big one for a lot of people, okay? Um, but you can have that. You can have just falling in on a circle or a corner itself. You could have the hindquarters swing to the outside on a circle or corner, another big one that a lot of riders are faced with. Or you could have the hindquarters almost curl around the rider's inside leg. So the hindquarters come to the inside, but in doing so, they also derail, okay? So it's important to recognize that when we talk talk straightness to a horses it's not so much traveling the straight line and more to do with where the energy is being directed and kind of moved towards at that now in order for the straight line to become easy okay I said at the beginning that it is not easy to ride a straight line particularly when you're a little green and your horse is a little green hey but it's not easy in order for it to begin to become easy the horse and the rider have to develop strength, okay? And strength is really and truly what leads to straightness. And all that strength means is that when the energy is put into the container, let's say the piggy bank, we're using this kind of analogy as a piggy bank, you and your horse are this container, you're a mold, whatever energy is in there is in both of you. When the energy is put in there, okay, for you and your horse, we don't want any leaks and we don't want any bulges of that energy, So any sort of bulges, crookedness, is going to lead to a lack of straightness, okay? And that's where you pick up issues then from straightness. So for many riders, when they discover that their horse is not straight, okay, in the truest sense of the word, they can get a little, oh, that's interesting. And if you have discovered this with your horse, it is important to remember that straightness really and truly is from symmetry. And we need to work on creating the symmetry in our horse's development. And all I mean by symmetry is that if your horse is maybe happier to travel on the left rein than he is on the right rein, we need to develop him so as he can equally perform on both reins. Now, you probably know yourself that you have a dominant side. And if you've ever tried yoga, you will have felt the dominant side, hey? <laughs> it's like it's amazing what you can do one way that you can't do the other way. And you're thinking, cheekers, am I that lopsided? So, It is important to also bring that to yourself, that dominant side as well. So your horse may have a dominant side and you may have a dominant side. I'm saying may, but, you know, insert probably, okay, in there. Um, But it is important to recognize that. And then from there, if you've noticed this crookedness, so the crookedness could come from the fact that when he pushes off, we want this equal thrust coming from the back end, coming from behind, propelling the two of you forward. If there is any weakness coming in there or crookedness or underdevelopment of any point, you will have unequal thrust, which will cause crookedness, yeah? So that's where a lot of it is stemming from. Um, So it's important to recognize that it is going to take quite a bit of training to actually get to the point where you have true straightness and from that strengthening and from that training that is where you get to be able to ride the straight line where it's not that difficult anymore okay but it takes a lot remember straightness if we're looking at the training scale and just looking at how it's all laid out for us straightness is just at the top there's one more okay but it's right up there it's like 
it's it's high hey it's it's not an easy concept and i think it's not easy in that it takes a lot of time to develop to get to the point where we have true straightness now i want to come back to the fact that if you've noticed your horse may have some issues with straightness okay i would first really and truly um, encourage you to assess yourself to figure out what's going on in your body that potentially is leading to your horse maybe being a little bit of, I don't know, crookedness, lack of symmetry, whatever the case is, okay? Um, notice that when you're doing this, you may find areas that are weak, but you may also find areas that there's a lot of tension. So excess tension, which of course is where relaxation is, is being lost, okay? But it could be stiffness or tightness. All of those things, they are causing a lack of straightness in the long run, okay? And they need to be addressed. And if you're working through this, again, we're down at, we're down at kind of the basic level of the training scale. Now we're back to relaxation and to suppleness. Can you see how they are then building towards straightness, true straightness? I really and truly feel that there's like a path to straightness and it's kind of suppleness leads to strength leads to straightness now of course you need all the other bits in there as well but that is like really if you could get anything from today take that take what I've just said there suppleness leading to strength leading to straightness and then from there you can work towards that with your horse okay but I would then ask if there is any maybe lack of suppleness lack of straightness lack of strength lack of development if there's a weakness in your body is it possible that this is showing up in your horse particularly when bigger questions are being asked i think that's a really important question to ask yourself okay so from there let's say now you've started to work on yourself and you're like okay you know what yeah there's a little bit there now lauren a little bit of one-sidedness i need to straighten that out then you want to start then working with your horse. And as I said, the key is to develop symmetry and strength, okay? And do it from like the easier side first. So easier being that he'll be able to maintain maybe more relaxation and rhythm and suppleness and contact. He'll be able to maintain that. And when you do notice a weakness, there is, oh, it's, it's, you have to kind of rein yourself in because there's a tendency to want to, just double down on that and you know straighten it out so to speak and if you've ever worked with a trainer or even in school a teacher or whatever and there's a thing that you're not that great at and this person just keeps hammering on the thing you're not great at you kind of tend to go a bit sour on it don't you well your horse does the same so i am going to encourage you that when you do find areas that need to be worked at sprinkle them through the areas that he does find easy keep coming back to where there's ease and flow and then sprinkle the difficult elements through that straightness is something that needs i would say quite a bit of time to develop in your horse but it is something that as you begin to practice a more holistic approach to your horse's training and begin to notice where any gaps are in your horse's training you will be able to really and truly work on it and later be able to achieve a certain level of it in your riding if you would like help figuring out where any gaps are in your horse's training i have a new free audio training um, ready for you you can download it today and begin using it in the arena with your horse you can find it and all the details about it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free and of course that link is going to be in the show notes as well okay have a great week keep well i'll chat to you soon be good bye